Hello, welcome back to a beautiful podcast to fall in love, an unofficial Bachelor Nation show from TV Guide. I'm Liam Matthews, and joining me in TV Guide Mansion is my co-host from our season and Bachelor in Paradise, on the wings of love, here she comes, it's Jacqueline Trumbull! Woohoo! Hello! Welcome back. It's been a couple of months since we did Paradise, and now it's time for Pilot Peter Weber's season. That's the first, last time I'm going to call him Pilot Peter. We called him Pilot Peter all Bachelorette <laughs> season, but uh, it'll just be too much. I mean, they're already running the pilot jokes and the windmill jokes into the ground, so we're going we're gonna to try to avoid that as much as we can. Yeah, hopefully they're over at the end of the first episode. Right. Yeah, that's kind of how it goes, right? They always hammer it early, and then new stuff emerges, and then they drive that into the ground too yeah so this episode we'll be previewing what's to come on peter's season and uh discussing the cast bios which were released yesterday uh and this season seems like it's going to be a lot of fun actually but before we get into that let's talk about you jacqueline what have you been up to okay um i'm awesome right now let's just take a moment to soak that in something i really say uh i am in london i am recording this podcast from the apartment of the brother of the guy who played Wesley in The Princess Bride. Fun, oh, wow. fun factoid. Yes. Carrie Elwes. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Most recently from Stranger Things. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. So what are you, you on vacation? What are you doing? Yeah, I'm on vacation. You're just orchestrating Brexit, right? <laughs> yeah. They have an instrumental <laughs> role. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a boyfriend. That I actually like. Oh, I know. Nice. I know, right? That's pretty exciting. Um, and Duke has not been kicking my ass too hard yet, so that's that's the overall update. Nice. Yeah. Right. First semester over. Uh huh. Yeah. Only ten and a half more to go. <laughs> <laughs> or wait, eleven more to go. Yeah. All right. So Jacqueline, you have a boyfriend. We can't talk about who he is. <laughs> That's, I mean, that's that's a little tease. Maybe it's, that'll be something to talk about on. Yeah. They can speculate about on Reddit. Oh, good. Who Jacqueline's good. mystery boyfriend is? He's not not Carrie Elwes's brother. <laughs> is not your boyfriend. No. <laughs> <laughs> or Carrie, though, no, that would be awesome. No, he's he's kind of your type. He is kind of my type. He's also kind of like Shean's type because her boyfriends end up having wives, just like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Let's get to the season then. Okay. What we came here to talk about. Mm-hmm. El Bachelor. Um, how do you think Peter's going to be? I don't know. I think he's going to be standard. I mean, he, whatever. He, he's, he's okay at talking. He is okay at formulating expressions about his emotions. I don't find him interesting at all. But I've been surprised before and the producers can always orchestrate things. Yeah. What about you? I mean I agree with that. He does have the qualities that would make for a solid bachelor. And that's yeah, an ability to, you know, narrate his emotional state. And he's he's handsome in a non threatening way. Yeah. But also kinda sexy, you know? <laughs> They like he's got he's got an energy. You could you could see it like with Hannah, you know. He's uh Yeah. Have we had a bachelor in the past who's been handsome in a threatening way? Um Juan Pablo. Okay. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if Leo had been made bachelor, he would he's handsome in a threatening way. I mean, yes, as it turns exactly. out literally threatening, but uh but 
I could kind of I could see that just through his Absolutely. mane and stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Nothing nothing boyish no. about Leo. Yeah. I think that it will be very believable that the women are actually into Peter, which is a good yeah, yeah, yeah a good aspect of his season, unlike Colton's uh, and Ari's, unfortunately. Although we did like him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think you're right. And judging from these bios, there's some interesting characters in the cast. So we'll get to that in a bit. And then, you know, my last question mm-hmm. before we get into the bios mm-hmm. is uh, what are you excited to see this season? Is there anything? I know I know you're not always excited, <laughs> but uh, um, is there anything, anything that stands out? I'm excited to see whether they're able to up their game from the previous Bachelor seasons because they've been making mm-hmm. some real artwork recently, seemingly f- spun from nothing. Right. Ari and Colton's finales were not things that they orchestrated. They were just things that happened. Yeah, and, not, and things you could not predict from the character of either man. Yeah. Chris Harrison will inevitably say, this is the most dramatic season ever. Mm-hmm. But will it be? We'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I mean, there's no... Like, Hannah's season was good because of Hannah. Like, that was spun from the lead. Peter's not going to be like that. So this is going to have to be some behind-the-scenes, like, marionetting. I, I don't... Or just pure luck, like with Colton. Yeah. Yeah. Did you listen to that uh, This American Life I did. Colton? I did, yeah. Pretty interesting, right? Mm-hmm. I wonder what... The, so, basically, the what, this Amer- what he said on This American Life is that he had realized that if he marked his favorite early on, she would not be on any date. And so he decided to keep marking Hannah Godwin as first every time as his favorite actually became Cassie so that he could get more time with Cassie. But then they used that. They, I guess his hypothesis is that they didn't actually want to mess with his number one choice. They wanted a happy ending, but they did want to just throw in some wrench because the season was so boring. And so they tried to get Cassie to break up with him thinking like, this will be dramatic, but it won't be the end of the world. And then it was the end of the world. I mean, I wonder if it's true that the producers wouldn't have messed with Cassie at all if he had marked her as first. Yeah, I mean, they... I th- could see that being true. I mean, I feel like who are some other like they didn't do anything like that with um well whatever. I don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> but it was an interesting listen uh to hear hear a podcast about the bachelor from outside the bachelor verse. Mm-hmm. Came out a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. If you haven't listened to it, I would recommend it. I would also recommend listening to this podcast, <laughs> a beautiful podcast to fall in love <laughs> all the way through. Give it 5 stars. Leave a nice review. Yep. All right, we're going to take a break and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about the bios, which are hilarious this year. <laughs> back after this. All right, we're back. And here are some numbers for this season. Oh, good. There are 30 women. Uh-huh. We all love numbers, right? 30 women, three flight attendants, three pageant queens, including... Miss Texas, I don't know if she's still the reigning Miss Texas, but she was the reigning Miss Texas when she was cast. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Five Texans, two from the Dallas-Fort Worth area, two from Houston, and one from San Antonio. Always got to have some some Texans in there, especially from Dallas. Talked about this many times. This is my favorite thing about the show. <laughs> um, five Chicagoans. Which is a lot. They cast a lot. They've always cast a lot from Chicago, but they really went hard on people from Chicago this year. Uh-huh. Two Victorias, but only one Lauren. Wow. I think this Shocking. is the first time we've only had one Lauren <laughs> in a couple a couple of years. I mean, 
right? There have been two seasons where there have been four Laurens. So really just one Lauren is, I mean... Headline news. I think maybe it's just... Right. Yeah. I think it's just kind of the, you know, as time marches forward, Lauren becomes a less popular <laughs> name. Within the in the next couple of years, we're going to start oh seeing a God. lot of we're in a yeah, new... a lot of Emmas, <laughs> yeah, a lot of Emmas, a lot of Madisons, a lot of Isabellas. Oh, so um, right. If they keep the show going long enough, in like twenty years, it'll all be Liams. There'll be like a million Liams on the Bachelorette. <laughs> But I won't be one of them. <laughs> Please be one of um, them. Yeah. So there's only one woman over 30 in this cast. Okay. And it's Natasha, who's 31. Okay. But two 22-year-olds. A lot of, you know, 24-year-olds. Uh, Peter's 28. Okay. So it's a young cast. Mm-hmm. Which means we'll have another young cast next year. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. And Peter's the youngest. No, Colton was 26. They had the old Bachelors. Nick and uh-huh. Ari, and now they're getting younger mm-hmm. again. And there are about as many blondes as there are women of color, mm-hmm. um, which is you know pretty standard <laughs> <laughs> for for the franchise. Um, yeah. So let's move into the bios. We'll start at the top. You have some. Notes, I have some right? notes, and my only note for Aliyah is. Her favorite social media platform is Reddit, which is pretty funny because mm-hmm. it won't be. Soon. That's s- <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. I love that she said that. I think that's the first official acknowledgement from the franchise of Reddit. The Bachelor Reddit is a huge community, one of the biggest TV communities uh-huh. on Reddit, a very intense place. Yeah. I don't think she was talking about the Bachelor Reddit. I think she was talking about like the the dark the darker corners of Reddit. She likes like fat people hate and um cringe anarchy and just like the really <laughs> the really ugly <laughs> misanthropic. Is this just corners. your imagination about Alaya or is this is there evidence of this? I <laughs> uh, I mean it's my imagination, but I like to believe that that's true. I like to believe that's true too. So we'll say that. Yeah. Also indicates that she might be a force of drama, so she will get uh dragged through the dirt probably on her favorite social media platform. Aliyah, mm-hmm. God right, be with she's you. Gonna, yeah, God be with you. She's gonna read the comments, which is a dangerous game to play. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and during the the Facebook Live video introducing the cast, Chris Harrison said something happened to her on the show that's never happened to anyone else. Ooh. I don't know what that is, but that's that's a good tease, right? It's well, it's sort of a good tease, except that I mean, if you think about the full set of things that have never happened to anybody on the show, I mean, it could be like it doesn't. It's not necessarily like a super exciting thing that's never happened to anybody on the show. Yeah, it could be. She's the first person to uh, burn her hand on a microwaved cup of coffee. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, first person to eat egg salad or something. So, I mean, Chris does that kind of... (laughs) (laughs) He does that kind of thing. So, I don't... You can't trust him. Next up was Alexa, who's 27, from Chicago. I don't have any notes on her. She couldn't have been interesting. What do you have? Oh, I think she's going to be my favorite. I like her. Why? Well, I think she's very pretty. She loves amusement parks, but hates roller coasters. We have that in common. I mean, I don't love amusement parks, but I don't like roller coasters. An interesting fact from that comes to me courtesy of Bachelor Clues 
our favorite Bachelor meme Instagram account. Alexa is entering the show with only 533 followers uh, as of, you know, last night. She's up to over 700 now, but that's, you know, that's very few. I had fewer than that when I came on. So it sounds like your only basis for this girl being your favorite is that she's hot. Well, and she uh, she seemed kind of normal. <laughs> yeah. She owns a waxing shop. Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah. You know, I wonder how many vaginas she's seen in her life. I mean, probably a lot. And, you know, she's, it's not even a big deal. You know, it's just, she's just doing her job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at her her Instagram. It's, there's like a lot of pictures of, of armpits, more armpits than you usually see on Instagram. Well, she's probably not going to show any other kind of. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> right? That's that's the that's the most safe for work. Yeah, yeah. I think she's going to be kind of a, a Becca Martinez type. Is I think how what what they cast her for because she's kind of a hippie. Uh huh. And you know she she made a big splash two years ago. We'll see how she does. Okay. Now we move to, I guess it's Av- Avonlea. I think it's Avonlea. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Who is a cattle rancher slash model. Uh-huh. She said, in her bio, she said, there are days when I'm bailing hay in the morning and going and doing a runway show at night, which they don't really do funny jobs anymore, but this is a pretty funny job. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I don't really have anything to say about her, though. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Every time she milks one of her cows, she thanks it for its hard work. That's funny. <laughs> but remember, they used to do like, you know, chicken enthusiasts and stuff. And I think they they have stopped doing that. I think so as to not seem like they're making a joke of these people. <laughs> yeah, they just do it in more insidious ways, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh. Uh, next is... Deandra, I'm. A, I gotta say it like. No, it's Courtney. Like, oh, Courtney! I didn't have anything about. She Courtney. is what you, the you most to, basic person I have ever seen in my entire life. But I always, I always get one of those early on, and then I find five more of the most basic people I've ever seen. And <laughs> I, I don't want to be too mean. I mean, this is probably mostly the biographer's fault, but right. it's just awful. Yeah. Yeah. What is? What does she say? She likes tanning and going out for drinks. She's done wasting her time with boys. Uh, she's ready for a man. Mm-hmm. Her, uh, yeah, her ideal man should be tall and athletic and be able to make her laugh. Okay, that's everything we've got. So maybe in real life she's uh, a maniac. So we'll see. Hope so. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We don't. This is all we're. This is all we have to go on right now. So I don't know. Yeah, um, Deandra. Deandra. <laughs> she hates she's EDM. 20- she hates EDM. See, that's an interesting thing to put in a bio. Yeah, I agree with her completely. Yeah, it's very bad. <laughs> I mean, it's not even so like a bad. thing anymore, right? It's kind of EDM has kind of gone out of fashion. Really? But uh, yeah, God, like, maybe we, all the music festivals are struggling, and because it was like the dominant genre for for a minute there. Yeah, it's not anymore. Maybe that means I can go back to Burning Man. That was right. Half that's the problem. Yeah. Too much EDM. Yeah. So this chick spent a lot of time in Nigeria. And she mm-hmm. has 10 siblings. It's a lot. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. she They have to be willing to spend the holidays with her family as that is non-negotiable. I feel like you can't have that kind of thing be non-negotiable unless the husband is an orphan. So good luck. <laughs> she said her favorite feeling in the world is being the center of attention. 
That's not good. That's kind of an intense thing to say. Yeah, that's not good. Hopefully that's she can find good. another good feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Life is going to come at you fast if that's your favorite <laughs> feeling in the world. Right. I mean, that's... Yeah. We're not going to diagnose anybody on this show, but... But <laughs> but oof. there is a diagnosis that pretty much the first... <laughs> Yeah. All right. So Eunice is a flight attendant from Chicago, and her signature dance move is the ponytail helicopter. Okay. Jacqueline, can you do a ponytail helicopter? Oh, I can do an amazing ponytail. It's one of the only dance moves I can do. So <laughs> I like that Eunice's entire biography is that she used to be a horrendous party girl. So <laughs> I'm kind of into that. It's a funny bio. Yeah. <laughs> right? She yeah. described. She's described as a reformed party girl. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Which, I don't know. Do you need to be reformed? I, I, <laughs> no, I don't think so. I, Keep yeah, on partying. I think, She's only 23. I think, uh, yeah, there's, you know, a judgment in reformed party girl that I don't agree with. I completely agree with you not agreeing with it. And the this, uh, I feel so bad for these girls who are all trying to get married at 23. There's one bio in here that's like, she is absolutely... At 23, she is absolutely ready to get married. Like, I'm just like, nobody is absolutely ready to get married at 23. <laughs> God. Live your life a little bit. Come on. I know. You know. I'm determined to marry this current boyfriend, but I'm still like batting away my demons, like with a tennis racket, just left and right. <laughs> I'm 28. God. 28. But that's, see, but there's a difference between 28 and 23. Yeah. It, you won't get married for a couple of years, probably. Whatever. <laughs> Uh, are we done with Eunice? We're done with Eunice. Now we're talking about Hannah Ann, who is 23 from Knoxville, Tennessee. I think she's going to be she's going to be big. Why? She is a model who was recommended by her friend Hannah Godwin. Oh, oh that's so irritating. Yeah, and Chris Harrison said she gets involved in every bit of drama. So <sighs> I think I think she's going to be around for a long time. She just kind of seems like Peter's type. Okay. What's irritating? I don't like the uh, dynasty. The recommendations, recommendations. pipeline. Yeah. 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 It's really annoying. I mean, they, they get they get built in airtime that they don't necessarily like deserve. It's just. Mm. I mean, Tia was ours seasons, and at least she was pretty good TV, um, and I think took it relatively seriously. But it's just uh, I don't know. It's just kind of annoying. Yeah, I have a feeling about Hannah Ann. I think she's going to make an impact. Yeah. And she has modeled, she's done, you know, print modeling for Downey uh-huh. and Sonic. Okay. So if you ever buy a bottle of Downey, she might be on it. Mm-hmm. Have you ever eaten at Sonic? Uh, I've not, actually. They have tater tots. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, she is now, this is a three-part dynasty because... Danielle Maltby recommended Hannah Godwin, and then she oh, yeah? recommended Hannah Ann. Or they knew each other or something. I mean, I assume she recommended her, yeah. Hmm. It's just kind of, I mean, you know, I, I don't remember actually feeling resentful of Tia going in or anything like that, but I can imagine night one, you're like, oh, okay. There's just certain people you know are going to be sort of favored. So for some reason, that kind of kind of irritates me in retrospect. But even yeah. though I... It was, it was fine on my season. I think what's annoying me is that the show is getting a little bit more dyna- dynastic. It's almost as if they have a contract within this USA uh, franchise. I mean, before uh, Colton's season, like my season below, there weren't really any contestants. Caroline had been a former contestant, but it wasn't made any kind of 
deal on on my season. And now it's like every time. There was something nice about going into Ari's season and everybody was just sort of there naturally and they were pulled from random corners of the world. And it's feeling a bit more like they're taken from specific places um, and propped mm-hmm. up. And, and this is just another example of that. So I think that's what's getting me a bit. Yeah. It's like the, uh, yeah, it's like Princeton to the CIA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the CIA pulls from Princeton grads? Uh-huh. Or at least they did. Interesting. Interesting. Um, yeah, it's like a legacy case. Okay. All right. So the next is Jade, Jade, a flight attendant from Mesa, Arizona, which Chris Harrison pointed out. Mesa means table in Spanish. Chris Harrison was cracking me up yesterday. <laughs> Shout out to him. So Jade got married when she was 22 and is now divorced. Right. Okay. That's her story. Mm-hmm. She was raised Mormon. It's kind of, the bio is kind of unclear whether she left Mormonism. Um, Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she has a new outlook on love and knows exactly what she is looking for. I just don't believe those statements. I kind of wish they wouldn't put them in, although they're funny, so it's fine. Yeah. Right? Like, who knows anything? Right. That's really what I... I know. Yeah. Another flight attendant. Is this the one where... Oh, yeah. Are her and Peter too similar? Why? Just because they both work on airplanes? Like She's working on being a pilot. Yeah. But there's two other flight attendants... Peter's not Mormon. He's never been divorced. There's no evidence that he goes line dancing, right? I mean, what a weird thing <laughs> no, to say. No, he's from Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I hate game nights. It says Jade claims that she hosts the best game night in town. Bold claim. I, well, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm being snarky there uh, on that, but I'm a very boring person. So I'm, I can't really, <laughs> I can't really say talk too talk too bad about that but mm-hmm. is it a thing to brag about play monopoly <laughs> jasmine 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 said her biggest turnoff is a guy who sits on the couch playing video games all day i agree with her there you agree with her yeah yeah i agree with her too yeah i'm against i am against video games i don't like them i want to be on the record uh-huh. as being anti-video game <sighs> i feel like you can suss those people out pretty quickly Maybe you can't, but yeah. I don't know. Maybe just by dating above the age of 25 is a good place to start. <laughs> I don't know, though. A lot of people play video games. Yeah, it's probably true. Oh, and she has a golden retriever named Gnarls Barkley. It's not spelled the way of the, you know, oh, the, the it's, group. It's spelled all punny, huh? No, because, you know, Gnarls Barkley was the, they did the song Crazy. It's Danger Mouse and CeeLo. Oh, I don't know. You remember. Maybe. I make you crazy. Yes, I do remember that. Yeah, that was like a huge song that turns out had no lasting cultural impact. Weird thing. <laughs> um, but they spelled it gnarls without an E, but she spells it with an E in gnarls. <laughs> so, I mean, so the dog's name is spelled wrong. <laughs> That's good. Okay, uh, who's next? Jenna? Jenna. This is my favorite thing about Jenna. Jenna takes the Chicago nightlife by storm by playing trivia. That's not nightlife. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's like, that's that's evening life, right? <laughs> it's also not taking that's it by like, storm. That's like Sunday afternoon life. Not saying what she's doing is bad. I am very good at trivia. I like to go to trivia I, night. I also like trivia. I think this is an example of the Bachelor writers giggling to themselves. Just <laughs> being little dicks, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Jenna, I mean, you ever want to... Maybe we'll we'll play trivia sometime. I don't know. Yeah. She has a pet goldfish named George who gives good advice. 
All right, next I have Katrina. Katrina. These photos are pretty good. Yeah. No, they got good photos. Yeah. Katrina, to me, looks like the Peloton wife. I don't, I don't know who that is. I was. I knew you would not know who the Peloton <laughs> wife is, but to our listeners, you know what I'm talking about. All right, that's all we need to say about Katrina. Wait, wait. I kind of, I kind of like her hairless cat, her freaky hairless cat. Oh lady yeah, shtick. Right. She has a hairless cat named Jasmine, which is also the name of one of the contestants girls on the show. Which one's next, Kelly? I have Kelly, who's an attorney from Chicago, and her most recent relationship. Was with an was an international long distance affair where she was traveling to Jordan once or twice a month. That's pretty cool. But finally got to the point where she couldn't see herself moving to the Middle East. You think that's cool? Yeah, I don't know a lot of people who go to Jordan twice a month. No, that's like some jet setting secret agent type stuff. Yeah, you know, pretty cool. She's been to twenty six countries. Allergic to gluten, dairy, and black tea. Oh, that's brutal. That's tough, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, but she and Peter met. Oh. In August, this is the real story about Kelly. They met in August when they were both at a hotel for different weddings. And she, I guess she saw him and she was like, hey, I'm going to be on uh, that's kinda sh- cool. your show. Yeah, that's going to be a big storyline night one. You know, does that mean anything that they've met before? I hope they banged. Jaden Tanner's <laughs> wedding, 2020. <laughs> Peter's like, you know, you can get more airtime. <laughs> all right so we're gonna take a break and we're gonna come back with the rest of the bios we're gonna go we're gonna speed through them all right back after this all right we're back we're gonna start with lauren lauren says she does exit interviews with all of her exes exes i keep saying exes (laughs) we can leave that in i love this idea isn't that a great idea? Great idea. I hope she has a clipboard. Yeah, like you really like you really imagine it as like in a very official mm-hmm. meeting. Yeah, I really want to talk to her about that and see what kinds of questions she asks and to see if they've been helpful. So I it would be interesting to see if she's mastered the art of like actually getting to the quick of what happened, you know? Yeah. I think it's a great idea. I think people are going to be like that's weird, but I think it's a good idea. Yeah, great idea. I like it. She also was a Laker girl, which there are a lot, this, uh, this is something else I've noticed. There are a lot of, you know, former cheerleaders and NBA dancers just on the show in general and on this season in particular, but just in general, th- like that's a very common bachelor job mm-hmm. and they've all left it. They're, none of them are still doing it, which makes me think <laughs> it's a hard job. Probably, yeah. I think probably it, it wears you out I mean, it's quick. it's pro-athletics. Yeah. yeah. So she she said she was so inspired by Kobe Bryant's passion for things outside of basketball that she left the team to pursue her other dreams. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Maybe she just didn't like it. Maybe she just didn't like it. Maybe she's like, this is this is a this is brutal. Yeah, that sucks. I mean, probably very competitive, right? <laughs> yeah. Um. So Lexi works in real estate marketing from New York. So there's a million people like Lexi. <laughs> in New York mm-hmm. City. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But she's a redhead. She's the only redhead on, on this season. And she would rather be buried alive than be trapped in a room filled with frogs. That's foolish. Yeah, right? Know, frogs are great. Frogs are great and not lethal, most of them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I also like how she attributes... She'd rather be dead than be around a frog. 
well, and have a frog look at and her. And she didn't specify the length of time in this room either. I mean, <laughs> would she rather be dead than spend five minutes in a room full with frogs? Who would it have to I be? I think trapped implies kind of a long time. Forever? Because I can see an argument for why you'd rather be dead immediately than <laughs> <laughs> fill in a room with frogs until you die of natural causes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, right. And as long as they're not, you know, poison dart frogs, if it's just like some some frogs that are just like chilling by a pond, that seems nice. <laughs> I, it does seem nice. They make lovely noises too. Yeah, it's soothing. Yeah. I'm very pro-frog. I love frogs. Uh, I also like how she attributes her bad New York dating to her hair color. Lexi, it's no. just New York. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hair color truly has nothing to do with anything uh yeah You're... no i moved to north carolina and found a husband within three months so <laughs> <laughs> get out just leave. right so madison was a foster parent recruiter that's you interesting know, a job actually doing good in the world <laughs> we got one that we she got one. left to go on the bachelor <laughs> Well, is she quitting? I mean, for now, right? I left my very high-impact job of faffing off and putting face masks on to come on The Bachelor, and then I went right back to it, so. But then, yeah, but I think you're kind of an exception in that, right? Because I was threatened with being fired and then went back? (laughs) (laughs) Well, just that you, you know, kind of, uh, for the most part, kind of went back to your life. Like, you didn't move to L.A. Um, I still can't figure out why people move to L.A., who aren't like Christina, you know? Yeah. Very confusing to me. I mean, you don't move to LA unless you have opportunities. Mm-hmm. Maybe she'll go back to her life. We'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Depends on how she does. She says some interesting stuff in her bio. She says, uh, if she was stranded on an island and could bring only one book, it would be the Bible. <laughs> Which, honestly, that's a pretty good book to bring to a desert island. It has a lot of um, reread potential. It's very long. It has a lot of stories in it. It's true. That's true. It's not like it's easy to read, but it does have a lot of plot. It's not easy to read. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wonder how the Bible could help her learn how to keep up her values and treatment of other people on a desert island where there are no people or moral decisions to make. Well, but then you just, you you get closer to God. Just you have a more direct one-on-one conversational relationship with God. That's, That's true. Actually, that's a pretty good point because you have no one to talk to and this is the one book that can kind of facilitate conversation. Yeah. And she loves walking, working with foster kids and wants to open an orphanage one day. And she would rather rock a cool pair of Jordans than any heel. So she's a girl after my own heart. That's right. You do love sneakers. As a sneaker guy. (laughs) Yeah. Are we at Marissa now? Yes. Okay. Patient care coordinator. That's good. Um, This girl is super into marriage. If I recall. She's in a marriage? She's really in a marriage. She said she was Miss Teen Montana and she had a very hard time um, with body image issues. Yeah. And she has recently lost 80 pounds. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, that's incredible. I like how she's right out of the gate uh, open about mental health issues. Yeah. Showing a little depth there. That'll be interesting if she actually has a storyline because it's nice and I mean, obviously, The Bachelor manipulates that, so I guess it's not that nice, but it, it is helpful when people have a message to relay. Um, and her being this open in her bio kind of indicates that she she might be more interesting to get to know. Yeah. 
Um, but then the rest of her bio is about how she breaks up with people for not wanting to get married as quickly as she does at the age of 23. Well, that's too which intense. Is concerning. Yeah. Yeah. And she said all of her BFFs are at least 10 years older than her, which could be interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's, let's move a little, a little quicker. So we'll say, talk about Sarah, who loathes slugs and loves listening to electronic music. Uh. Hmm. So we have we, we have dueling perspectives on electronic music in the house. That is going to be a source of drama. I want to put like a slug in her hand and then a frog in the other girl's hand. Well, <laughs> <laughs> let's make let's do Bachelor Fear Factor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Savannah. Her favorite thing to do is sit on her back porch and feed the local turtles. I like that she says local turtles. <laughs> Not turtles, you know, somewhere else. Just like you know, just the yeah, the, tur- the turtles who who are just close by. My favorite fun fact about Savannah is that she redacted her support for cancer to be a cheerleader. I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She used to have a cancer ribbon tattoo on her ribs, but removed it for the Houston Texans cheer tryouts. <laughs> Not even when she got the job. She got it. She took it for the tryouts. She was on the off chance that I become a Texan cheerleader. I'm pro-cancer now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, did she get the job? I think maybe that's... If there's more to the story, maybe it's worth it. <laughs> maybe. So then we have Cheyenne, who says that her boyfriends always wind up having wives and kids or ghosting her. Well, I mean... That's not that's not good. <laughs> that's not that's good. Not... That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would, uh, you know. I wonder how long they were hiding their families uh, or if she was yeah. openly having affairs. I don't particularly judge her either way, actually, but it's just a funny thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's just like, yeah, what, what do we make of this? I will say this. <laughs> it's kind of a bummer to have in your bio. Like, this is the yeah. first impression. Oh, you date married men. Hmm. Got it. Did you say anything about Sydney? I didn't say anything about Sydney. I like Tammy. She seems pretty cool. Yeah, Tammy seems interesting. Really good wrestler. Yeah, she wrestles. Chris Harrison said on the show yesterday that she has six jobs. Her job, her listed job is house flipper. She's a house flipper from Syracuse. Okay. But she seems interesting. Yeah. She seems like a hustler too. And yeah. Like she's had to work really hard throughout her life. So she seems pretty cool. Yeah. So then we got Victoria F., who is a medical sales rep from Virginia Beach. Uh-huh. She went to high school. I heard on uh, a different podcast that she went to high school with Sydney Lotwako. And when producers asked Sydney about her, Sydney said she'd be good for the show. Oh, okay. Which is not an endorsement <laughs> of her character. <laughs> and Chris Harrison said she got into a lot of drama. So I think Victoria F. is a... Big one to watch. Virginia Beach is is kind of a that seems like it's a kind of a hub too because um, Lauren is from mm-hmm. Virginia Beach. Yeah, although she's living in Dallas at the time, so that's kind of a coincidence. Oh, huh. So then, last one. Okay. Victoria P. Victoria P. She's had a hard life. Oh yeah. Uh, she lost her dad, and her mother and sister have struggled with addiction, mm-hmm. but they're both now which is good and uh she said she found out her ex was cheating on her via a video on his phone it's rough. very interested to know what that video contained yes mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. there's a lot of uh 
<laughs> There's some implications. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, could you imagine? Good lord. No, I can't. So, but Victoria's biggest fears are murky waters she can't see her feet in, uh-huh. and chicken served on the bone. <laughs> She's a tendies girl. We've got some girls who need to reevaluate their biggest fears. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go up to this chick and be like, "You can be buried alive, or yeah. you can eat some chicken served on the bone." Mm. I wonder how she would feel about frog legs. <laughs> Have you ever eaten frog legs? I did while I was on The Bachelor, in fact. Oh, we went to Paris. Well, that's a good place to eat them. Yeah, right? They were okay. Yeah, they taste like fishy chicken. Yeah, that is. Ugh, yeah. That makes me never want to eat them again. <laughs> well, here's the thing, Victoria P. Chicken has bones. <laughs> it's an animal. It was a living creature that was killed for you to enjoy with your mouth. So don't be so divorced from death. Also, there's another girl in here. I shouldn't say that. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very mean thing to say. I'm sorry. There's another girl in here who said that she's afraid of anything that crawls, which, and again, I don't know what that means. Like, does that include all four-legged animals or just like creepy crawlies? I think that's like a biblical thing. You know, the cattle and the creeping things and like, you know, how the uh, the serpent used to have feet mm-hmm. and then as punishment, God said, now you have to slither on your belly. I think she's af- she's afraid of, you know, evil, dark-sided. Of evil crawlers. Creatures. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, there that wraps up our bio. <laughs> <laughs> we we did it. We got through it. <laughs> yeah. Uh so let's let's pick a final four. Oh god, I'm not good at this. You can piggyback on mine cuz I I have some picks. Okay. I think uh the final four is going to be Sarah who um is blonde and kind of boring. Yeah. I think that is always a good bet. Victoria F. I just have a feeling, just based on... Um, You're totally right about Sarah. That's She has the look. She has the look, mm-hmm. yeah. The final four look. Yeah, and not every... She's kind of the only one who has the traditional final four look. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of blondes, but not that type. Right. You know? Yeah, the sweet um, girl next door flower look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Vic- then the Victoria F., I think... I think Victoria F is going to, I just have a feeling she's going to go far. So it sounds like Victoria F is somebody they probably drag along if she gets herself in yeah. drama. So I'm going to guess mm-hmm. top 10 or six for her. Okay. Maybe top six. Yeah, I could see that. But I'm putting her in my top four. Okay. Just because. Just because. Put it on the edge. <laughs> and then I think Lauren might go top four. Okay. Because she is a religious California girl. Mm-hmm. Which Peter is a religious California boy. Mm. They have a lot in common. They have a lot in common. (laughs) And then finally, Hannah Ann, who was the you know the model from Knoxville, who I think also kind of seems like Peter's type. She kind of seems she might be a Hannah Brown, Hannah Godwin kind of type. Oh yeah, and she's legacy, so we know she'll go far. And she's legacy. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. That's the final four. Okay. Call it now. I think Kelsey has a final Lock four look. I mean, every anyone I choose for a final four look is going to be blonde. So Kelsey, yeah. kind of Peyton, and maybe Avonlea. Okay. Those are all the... And then plus the one yeah. we already said. Those are all the final four looks. And then hopefully there will be someone not not blonde. Even yeah. Even a couple women who are recognized as eligible people to be with and date. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so do you have any inside scoop from your, your researches, but beyond abc.com? Um, not too much. I just kind of looked at Instagrams a little bit. Okay. Um, nothing too, nothing too crazy. Um, but you know, as these things go, I try to avoid spoilers and we don't, we don't, re we're not really going to talk about spoilers on this show unless there's a very good reason to, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I have absolutely zero idea of what happens on this season. Yeah, I really don't. I've heard rumors of like, you know, crazy stuff happening, mm -hmm. but I haven't clicked into any of it and just kind of like, you know, I see it on Twitter or whatever and I'm just kind of like, la, 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 la. Mm -hmm. I don't want to know. Good for you, Liam. I think it's, we're not a spoiler show. Yeah. I think we're ready to wrap it up. This has been a beautiful podcast to fall in love. I'm Liam Matthews. I'm Jacqueline Trumbull. We'll be back after the premiere and all season after <gasps> yes. the episodes. We're hoping to have guests this season. Oh, uh, nice. So it won't just be, you know, just me and Jacqueline all the time. We're going to shake it up a little bit. So stay tuned for that. Until then, please rate, review, and subscribe. Love you. Bye. Whether it's a new Netflix original, the latest season of a long-running network drama, or a reevaluation of a legendary comedy series, TV Guide is the place for fans to come and find out about their favorite shows and movies. And, with our help, discover some new favorites as well. From our Watch This Now recommendations and newsletter, to our WTF Just Happened video series, TV Guide is the premier hub for people who love TV as much as we all do to come and hang out. Visit us at tvguide.com, follow us on social media at TV Guide, and subscribe to our YouTube channel youtube.com slash tv guide for all this great free content and let us help you find your next binge